This is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Yes. Let's go, Kansas State. That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekind sucks. Jordan Addison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Central Michigan, Western Michigan, kind of at least. All the Michigans. All the Michigans, kind of giving us at least something tonight. So is, is there a Southern Michigan? No. Pro- there might be. I'm sure there is. There's a Northern Michigan. Yes, there is. And a Western Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yes, there and is an, a Western Michigan. And an Eastern Michigan. Yes. There's an Eastern Michigan. And yes. a Central Michigan. And it's, they're playing each other right now, actually. It's but the Battle of Michigan. A Southern Michigan. And then there's there is. the I Michigan, feel? the Cheaters. The big house. You Mitch. The fighting Josh They're stealing their signs too. Not to this level though. Like this is a out, real thing. I, I was kind of. I wasn't defending it, but I was like, "Hey, everybody's doing it," you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. No, no. Like, um, yeah, I, I'd say they deserve to be punished, but I don't even know if you're not going to punish them this year. Their best chance to win a college football playoff. I don't think it makes sense to punish him next year, especially if Harbaugh leaves. Like, if he sticks around, okay, then you suspend him for, like, a real suspension, though. Four to six games, something like that. You know, but, I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to take away the national championship? Are you going to take away votes for J.J. McCarthy? J.J. McCarthy, we don't think, has anything to do with the sign stealing. He's not a member of that coaching staff, so you're going to punish the 19, 20-year-old kid who has nothing to do with this, or you're going to punish a Michigan team next year or the year after who weren't even coached by Jim Harbaugh, you know, recruits that aren't even on campus yet. That's what I have an issue with with college football. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So never, we should never penalize a team then. Penalize them this year when it matters. The NCAA has to move faster. In what way? No college football playoff. You're no not bowl eligible. Yeah. JMU's not bowl eligible. But won't that still penalize Tez, J.J. McCarthy Tez Walker then? couldn't play football because he double transferred, even though you're pretty much allowed to do so. Like, the NCAA is just making up rules as they go along. They've, mm-hmm. never, they've never had less power than they do right now. But didn't you say you didn't want J.J. McCarthy to be uh, penalized for something that he wasn't involved with? Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's why I'm like, I mean, what are you going to do? I, I think the only way that you punish Michigan is if Harbaugh comes back, you suspend him. Suspend him yep. for an entire year. Force him to go to the NFL then. But, I mean, like, you have to – I don't want to see – I mean, let's say, for example, um, P.J. Fleck is the next head coach at Michigan. I'm just throwing out the name. That There's no chance trem- that, that, that would, would ever happen. That would be tremendous. It, it would never happen. You yeah. know what I mean? But, all right, like um, – We're rolling with it, though. Yeah. Does he deserve to be punished if he had nothing to do with the sign-stealing stuff? You know what I mean? He's going to bring his entire new coaching staff over. It's college football, so there's going to be an entire new batch of kids coming in. You know what I mean? Like, So yeah. that's that's always my issue, you know, is we get on the board oh, with Western Michigan, take it to the cut, take it to the crib. That's We're tied the way up. we take it to the house. Oh, yeah. Let's make sure it stands. It does. But But that's like my issue. Like, okay, you go back to those USC teams. So Reggie Bush got paid. Are you telling me he wasn't the best player in college football for those three years that no, he was he at abs- USC or right. two years Absolutely that he was, was there? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to tell me that that wasn't the best team in the country? I don't know. I, I just don't understand. I feel like with college football, you punish the wrong people. Harbaugh should be punished. You want to punish him? You want to send a message? He's suspended the entire rest of the season. Go try to win a national championship without your head coach. They need to act fast then. Yeah. That's the issue is the NCAA takes years to go through investigations. It's not months. It's it's sometimes yes. years. Yeah. So what do you – yeah, punishing two years down the road when nobody's there is stupid. And then they, they're in this little spot where they go, well, 
we have to do something, but it doesn't really affect anything. Like, it's not going to matter because it's not the people. It's not fair. But, oh, well, whatever. We'll just go ahead and do it anyway. It's just more and more reason why I look at this and go, man, college football, these Power Five conferences, they're just going to they're gonna bolt and do their own thing. I mean, they're just going to get out from under the NCAA and do their own thing. Change the technology. Like, you know what I mean? Well, that's what's so dumb yeah. in the like headsets. High, they use headsets in high school. I'm watching Juliet Catholic High School football, and I mean, granted, that's like they have crazy technology, but I'm, I'm like yeah. the play callers. You have the offensive coordinator in the booth in high school calling the plays down. You could do this at the college level. They're doing it in the NFL. You know, it, it doesn't make any sense. It never made. I will sense. say this really quick: if Penn State hasn't changed their signs this week, come then, on, then they're a bunch <laughs> of dummies. And you know damn well Ryan Day and Ohio State have. Yeah. But I can't put it past James Franklin to not even just like think to do it. He's like, ah. You know, they'll have their Adele sign and their Kermit the Frog still sitting up there. And Harbaugh's like, nope, I know exactly. I know what exactly what here. that means. But he's got to pretend his, that he doesn't. Drinking his milk, eating his steak. But I think that's the that's the guy that you punish, man. He. Harbaugh like feels like right now in college football he's bigger than God. I feel, and, and you knew that because when he came in, look at the money that he was making, and the first couple of years at Michigan weren't great. I mean, he couldn't beat Ohio State, he couldn't beat Ryan Day. Now they've completely changed that program around, and, and a lot of it had to do with Harbaugh was smart enough to move away from those dinosaurs that he had on his coaching staff, guys like Josh Gaddis. Not even like he's not a dinosaur; he just sucks, and bring in smart football people to surround himself with. But maybe these people are a little bit too smart because, I mean, did you really need to steal signs to beat up on Rutgers and Mothers of the Poor? Like, look at the schedule they already face. They play two teams every year, and they haven't played either team, Penn State and Ohio State. You have two teams that are real-life teams that you have to beat every year. Everybody else in the country, LSU, you know who they schedule? Florida State. You know who Florida State schedules in the non-con? LSU. Washington, four years ago, scheduled Michigan State. I know they suck right now, but when they scheduled that game, they were coming off a double-digit win season. And Mel Tucker looked like a genius. He just got extended for a couple of years and a bunch of money. So, Here's the one issue, though. The NCAA has already found no connection, they said, between Harbaugh and illegal sign stealing. So, like, if the Big Ten Nothing's tries to do happen. their own thing, then you're going to have Michigan take them to court so there won't be a suspension because that will get upheld until it goes through court and an appeals process. And then by the time it's all done, a year and a half from now, Jim Harbaugh will be coaching the Bears. Take away some scholarships. You know what I mean? Like, take away money from the program. Punish the program. Just don't punish the kids. Or if you Make punish the program, state colors. I guess you I could punish the program, idea. and then you know you lose recruits. You lose a top ten recruiting class because kids are like, I'm not going to go play for a school where we can't go to the college football playoff. I guess maybe you can yes. punish them moving forward. And also now with the transfer portal, say why would they transfer to Michigan if they're not going to be able to play in the playoffs? Yeah, and it's not like the kids are really being punished because they have the opportunity now to leave. Question: Is it just me? Am I being? Is my bias showing? Or was Oregon the, the team that innovated the signs where it was pop culture like Adele, I do kind Kermit of feel the Frog? Like it was Oregon. It wasn't was it? us, yeah. wasn't it? I do Everything feel like cool it was comes Oregon. from Oregon in it college football, and I'm not just like I was googling it while we were talking about. It. I'm like, wasn't that wasn't that kind of like our swag that got yeah. adopted by all of college football and now has created one of the largest scandals that we've seen in the last decade in college football? They're winning the national championship. 10 to 1 is the price right now. You just said that about Alabama last week, though. Yeah, well, it wasn't that they were going to. It was that they were 14 to 1, and I knew that after that game they'd go down to 7 to 1. So it was like, hey, we'll shop around a little bit. Prop swap. I mean, Bama's really damn good. Yeah, they are. Um, but man, They covered I, easily. But Oregon's a complete football team. I know they lost to Washington. I think if they play again that they not only win that game, I think they cover. I think they win that game by a full touchdown at least. 
I think they have the better defense. They're better in the trenches. They probably have a top five, if not the best offensive line in the country. sliced and diced through the air, though. Well, that's the issue, especially the middle of the field. But Bo yeah. Nix, like, they just have to stay on the field. And Bucky Irving's averaging seven yards per carry, eight yards per carry, whatever it is. The offensive line's getting pushed. They have to dominate and, time of possession. And Bo Nix is so good. Bo Nix is so good. They just had him on the college football playoff show. They were interviewing him. Like, he's completing over 70% of his passes. Mm-hmm. He's, and he's changed. doing it again this year. He did it last year, too. His entire reputation from Bo Picks is just flipped on its head. When me and Ryan first met, Bo Nix was the laughingstock of college mm-hmm. football. Could have won a road game at Auburn. Nope. This is what happens when you transfer. You yeah. get to a better system, better program. It's like somebody leaving a job for another job. You realize there's a better opportunity and it advances your career. You're like, he wow, I thought career. you were X, but actually you're a star. Yeah, I mean, Michael Penix, same situation uh, at Indiana. Joe couldn't Burrow, stay healthy. same thing. Joe I mean, Burrow couldn't get time down, at Ohio State. Yeah, go down the list. There's Jalen a lot Hurts. of these. Justin Fields couldn't get time at Georgia. They started uh, your guy actually yeah. over him. Um, uh, Jesus, why is this slipping my mind? Jake Fromm. Yes. Two yeah. M's. Yeah, Fromm was the guy there. Which local, I local yokel that I did not understand. <laughs> of all the great things and all the great, I mean, I guess they got to the SEC championship game, but then Justin Fields goes to Ohio State and just lights the world on fire, and you're like, wait a minute, Jake Brown was better than this guy? I don't no know. Chance. I don't know about that, Kirby. All about system, right? I don't want to question Kirby though. That guy is a freaking genius. Man. I know, I know. Uh, so the Titans did what they should have done, and it's the smartest move you can make. Mike Vrabel confirmed today. Will Levis. Starting quarterback the rest of the year for the Titans. Thank God, because that offense was unwatchable with Ryan Tannehill out there. The last two weeks, four touchdown passes. I know they all came in one game. uh, And 500 yards passing in two games for Will Levis. Essentially one start and one, like, kind of not a start, but ended up being a start because he played most of the game instead of Malik Willis. So, look, I, I don't know what the ceiling is for him because we've only seen two games, and there's going to be mistakes. But I know this. That offense is better with the Titans. D-Hop is going to be a much more intriguing prop every single week in terms of receptions and receiving yards because Will Levis isn't stupid, and he knows throw the football to D-Hop. But, I mean, now you just you look at a Titans team and say that they've at least got another dynamic to their offense, and it's a quarterback that can actually throw the football and also stretch the field. Yeah, I am very – I wouldn't call it – yeah, I am impressed. I am impressed with Will Levis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not expect a lot from him, especially he comes in with, on a short week for the first week that he goes in. He didn't know whether it was going to be him and Malik, how much were they going to be splitting time. And Will Levis just takes the reins, and he basically makes himself the dude. Did not play that badly last week, uh, Thursday night football. Like Got the ball to uh, D-hop mm-hmm. a lot in the first half, not so much in the second half, but... Listen, I think the offense is obviously much more dynamic and capable with it in his hands. Oh, yeah. And that just shows you how cooked Ryan Tannehill is. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, Ryan Tannehill wasn't really good last year. He only played 12 games. He had that ankle injury, but yep. that's the other thing. He just hasn't really looked healthy the last couple of years. No. He's getting older. Nothing and... since he threw those three picks in the playoff game. Also, like, that Ryan was it Tannehill. Like, remember him in Miami? And then, yeah, he got himself in the right situation in Tennessee. And I know a couple years ago they won the AFC. But remember even when they were the one seed, we were like, is this the worst one seed in AFC history? Yep. And then they got beat um, by a team that had no playoff experience. Yeah, I think Levis is the way to go. He's been much better than I projected the first couple weeks. I knew he had the strong arm. He could make the throws. What I was worried about, like a Kentucky, he doesn't slide. Uh, he doesn't get out of bounds. He kind of like plays like a fullback a little bit. He's he a does. big dude. Yeah. He, he's got the 
goofy TikTok videos. He loves lifting. And what worries me, like, I don't care. I like doing all that stuff, too. But what worries me is, like, <laughs> then you think Brady Quinn, and you're like, wait a yep. minute. This guy liked lifting so much that he can no longer throw a football because his damn traps and shoulders were too big. Never seen anything like it. Brady's, Brady Quinn was in too good of shape yeah. to be an yeah. NFL and that's, player. Will Levis is kind of in that spot right now, but big arm, man. They told like, him that, too. They're like, calm down with the effing muscles, man. They told that to Brady Quinn a yep, hundred times, I remember too. They're that. like, dude, you are not a bodybuilder. You know, like, you are... Like, yeah, like Tom Brady, down. Tom Brady has it right. Like, it Tom Brady barely even touches it. weights. I mean, he works out, but it's all, like, bands and resistance stuff. And uh, not that that's the way that you have to go. You could lift weights. I mean, look at Jalen Hurts is a great example. A guy deadlifts and squats 10,000 pounds, and you can't stop him. But, uh, yeah, Will Levis, we'll see. It's, it's only two games, though. I'm oh. a little worried, though, with Jalen and his ligament issues with his knee, right? Like, I oh, don't yeah. think that's connected necessarily to, you know, deadlifting and squatting no. a million times a day. But uh, ultimately, like, I think pliability is Jalen Hurts' friend. He could, he could serve to do a little more yoga. I mean, the guy does squat 600 pounds, so you always wonder, like, could it have been a situation like that? Pop. But in reality, he runs yeah. a lot, you know? Like, he's... Yeah. A lot of these tush pushes, he's, it, it, there's a lot of contact, a lot of physicality to that play every single time. And you wonder, like, at some point, is he going to get hurt? Hit him below so, the knee once. Yeah, I mean, Philly's in a good spot having their bye right now because they got to get that knee right. I was going to really say, do. dude, you get the bye right now to get him healthy as we get the outright win for Ball State as um, nine-and-a-half-point dogs. Yep. They go up 20-7. So Viking Viking's costume is ready to go it's now. You can go buy it. Oh. All right, you're going to order it well, we got, uh, what? I got more money on Western Michigan. we got to close this okay. one. Okay, well, you at least got this, start. so no excuses. <laughs> that is a good start. No excuses. Oh no, but having the bye week is, is really good. And the other thing for Philadelphia that helps them out is the run game. I mean, because in the NFC, especially now that you have the tiebreaker over Dallas, and I know you have to see him again, but if they could just kind of, like, build that lead like they're doing, the NFC is a dumpster fire. Even, you know, if Dallas keeps winning games, if you could build, like, a 3-4 game lead, um, I don't want to sit him because last year when he came back, there was like a little bit of like a like they needed like a little revamp process with him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't want him doing like the tush push stuff. If if we have eleven twelve, if we're you know twelve and one, right? And you have a three game four game lead in the NFC because this season's Super Bowl or bust for the Eagles. Yeah, with all it those is. young dudes. Yeah, you got to win the Super Bowl this year. You got there last year. Now you got to get there and you got to win it this year. It really depends on kind of where they're sitting, right? If you're going to start taking fewer risks on the field, knowing that everything's secure, the one seat is locked up for you. It depends on where the. I mean, if they have a slump late in the year and the 49ers get hot again. I mean, we've watched the 49ers do that before. So, like even this year, like you know, like they went to the Super Bowl and then all those dudes got paid. They're going to lose more guys. Yes. And you have a lot of guys that are still playing on rookie contracts right now. Yeah. We thought they'd lose a lot. Remember this offseason, you thought they were going to get decimated, and they lost. I mean, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, big loss. I don't think there's any question. But, like, they've been able to maintain that. A good draft again, you kind of replenish that. So that's the thing, man. Like, And it drives me nuts. But the Eagles can lose whatever talent they can't afford or don't want to pay. They're good at drafting. Like, oh and my it god, just... they lost Miles Sanders. Yeah. They're good at drafting, and they're also really good at ripping off the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true too. That, helps them that out. is very, very true. <laughs> at what point is 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 Malik Willis traded to the Eagles and then turns into a Pro Bowler down the road when Jalen Hurts retires? There like... has to be an under the table deal that, that like <laughs> in like three or four years they're just gonna get like a first round pick or something. Yeah, for nothing. There has to be, or else they're just really. They're like, Don't. hey, hey, in five well, years fire from wasn't now. great on Sunday, so, no. you know, so there's at least, there's at least that, maybe. Maybe, you know what, maybe he's not He'll as be good. all right. Maybe the Titans ripped them up. Yeah, they're probably, they're probably fine, so, yeah, we'll see. Kyler Murray maybe coming back, see if he actually gets out there and plays. 
Cardinals. Oh, I can't, I yeah, I can't have Clayton tune anymore. That's just not not gonna work. It's bet MGM. Not tonight. my favorite too. Nice to get there. A morning quarterback, because obviously anybody can come in after the game and say, "Oh, you should have picked this team." So can we set some parameters for roasting people's sure. picks? I say if you don't roast somebody before the game starts, you shouldn't be allowed to roast somebody at all. Yes. If you roast someone after the fact, you're a loser. You know why? Because anybody can do that. Anyone. Anyone can say, oh, I'll just wait and see how this plays out. And if you win, I won't say anything. But if you lose, I'll troll you. That's just, that's, that's lowbrow thinking. So, yeah, if you're going to call somebody out and say, I disagree with this pick, fine. Disagree before the fact. Don't do it afterwards. A child can do that. Also, if you're going to provide generic fifth grade insults, I'm not going to mm -hmm. acknowledge you because it is one thing if you listen to my reasoning, you say, hey, I have a problem with your line of thinking. This is wrong. And I think you need to consider this other than just somebody simply commenting wrong. Like, that's the worst. <laughs> like, you can't even argue with these people because I will follow up and say, okay, what exactly about my handicap? do you disagree right. with specifically and they never have an answer and they just follow up see you were wrong i'm like okay well if you can't tell me why i was wrong then like you don't have any grounds for insults and also another thing if you don't have your picture as your profile picture and if you don't use your name uh, as true. your profile name you can't insult anybody for anything it's very easy to hate from the sidelines if you don't put your name to it, mm -hmm. sit down. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.
the one thing that I would have is just like how this experience is going to start coming more and more to the forefront of our lives, like your life and my life and like Tyler's life and Jake's life and Alex's life and downtown Mike Brown's life and your life, the person listening and watching this right now, where I have a three-team parlay last night in the National, among other bets, right? And my parlay is going to be closed out by the Colorado Avalanche. We're playing on the road at the Seattle Kraken. Now, I get into bed and, like, attempt to fall asleep last night. At the end of the first period, the Kraken are up one nothing on a goal by my guy, Yamamoto, scores, and the Kraken take a one nothing lead uh, against the Avalanche at the end of the first. And I fall asleep. And I wake up maybe around like 1.40, and I know because the first thing I did when I, when I woke up was look at my phone, see what time it is, and immediately go to NHL goals and to check my score app to see what the final score of the game was. And I saw that the Avalanche had come back to win the game 4-1, which meant I had won my parlay, put my phone down, and tried to go back to sleep. So we're officially in like that part of the calendar here. If you're on the East Coast especially, where, hey, like you're betting West Coast games, you might not be able to stay up, and then you wake up in the middle of the night for whatever reason. You just wake up, you gotta, maybe there's a noise, you got to go to the bathroom, whatever it is. You got to wait till the morning to find out if you won your bet? Of course not. You're picking up the phone and you're... Let the conversation continue with Ryan, Trista, and Nick and BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM. College football playoff rankings out. Nothing's really changed. Ohio State's one, Georgia's two, Michigan three, Florida State four, Washington in at five, Oregon six, with Texas just kind of hanging in there with Alabama, seven and eight for those two right there. Yeah, I'd feel better about Texas if I knew uh, Quinn Ewers was going to be fully yep. healthy. You know, Malik, probably not that guy, but they still have a bunch of talent. I feel like if anybody gets screwed over, though, it's probably going to end up being the Big 12 or, unfortunately, our Pac-12, but I don't want to see that happen because I think the Ducks are good enough to hang with all these teams, to be honest. Like, usually in the Pac-12, you know, then if you step up in class and you see an SEC team, like remember Dan Lanning's I last did. year, year one. Yep. Yes. They got blown out by Georgia. This is a completely different Georgia team. I think they'd be able to play them within a touchdown on a neutral, maybe even beat them. Same thing with Michigan. Like nobody gave TCU a shot against Michigan in that defense last year, and TCU was able to uh, pull off the outright upset and win that game outright. So I like this Georgia. Uh, Georgia. I like this uh, Ducks team, man. And they're 10 to 1 still if you ever. Uh, Want to get a little uh, frisky, Trista? They're ten to one right now. I couldn't do it. <laughs> They're ten to one, and Washington's twelve to one. Even though Washington's undefeated and beat them head to head, that's the market telling you everything you need to know about this Ducks team. Like and if they do the get Washington the rematch, team. that they will win that game. Yeah, since that win, Washington hasn't looked very good. Michael Penix has thrown some bad interceptions, three of them, only completing about sixty percent of his passes. They don't really have a run game. They got to go in last week, but yeah. Scott, uh, while we're here. I just remind me of this. I have a would you rather for us for tomorrow that I just thought of while Ryan was saying that. That's all I'm going to say. Just remember that for later. That's all I want to do. All I want to do. All right. A lot of time in the NFL today. Let's drop down to uh, the college ranks here. A little Horvat you. Time to paint the face and listen up. Class is in session at Horvat U. Doesn't it kind of feel like after all this and all this praise, Ryan, that we've had for the uh, the Pac-12 this year, they're going to get just shut out of the college football playoff the last year it's four teams? It just has that feel. I hate it, but it just feels that way right now. Well, yeah, because if Michigan beats Penn State this weekend as five-and-a-half-point favorites, which they should, and then they take care of business against Ohio State, who's right now the number one team in the country, Michigan's in. Ohio State, same thing. If they run the table, they're mm-hmm. undefeated. They're getting in. Georgia, if they run the table, they're getting in. Florida State should run the table. 
Like, they should get to the ACC championship game, and they should win that game. That's what concerns me because Oregon has the head-to-head loss to Washington, where then what happens, though, if they go to the Pac-12 championship game, Washington's undefeated at the time, and Oregon blows them out, like wins that game by 21-plus points. Are you putting in a one-loss team? Like, who do you put them in over? That's what concerns me a little bit. I feel like if Washington goes undefeated, they get the rematch against Oregon, and they beat them on the neutral, then I think they're in. I don't think you could keep an undefeated team out. If a team's undefeated, they're getting in. But... It gets interesting if we have a one-loss team, maybe even a two-loss team. Because I was trying to make the case last week for LSU, if they beat Alabama, went on to the SEC championship game, they probably would have got in, but they lost that game outright. So it's going to get interesting, but I do feel like those would be the conferences that would get screwed over. It would be the Pac-12, or it would be the Big 12, when realistically, man, I think if anybody should get screwed... I can't say that, though. The ACC's been down this year, but Florida State also has the non-conference win over LSU. LSU. Now, how good does that uh, win look, though? Not that good. Now that LSU has another loss. Granted, it's to Alabama, but they didn't cover the number. They got blown out kind of in that game. They didn't get blown out, but they... I think you still give them enough credit because it was LSU. Like, they're still a 6-3 and team. I agree. And you scheduled that game. Yeah. Yeah. And if we're going to... Yeah, you can't hold it against teams for scheduling a game like that out of conference against a big SEC opponent and then win that game, but then hold it against them because later in the year that win doesn't look as good because that team has a couple of losses. I think Michigan probably runs the table, but I am a little worried about this Penn State game only because I like Michigan. I just Penn State's been a huge letdown this year. The offensive line's not very good. Even with Singleton and Allen, neither are even averaging five yards per carry, even though they're both NFL running backs. The defense has been really good, and that's what I'm wondering. Like, I'm not saying the numbers should be higher, because I don't think you could make it like a full touchdown with Michigan in this Especially, game, because that's a tough place to play. Yeah, exactly. Still. You know what I mean? Happy Valley. But you I thought wonder, the number would be closer to three? No, no. I think, the, the I think the number would be closer to right. seven. No, I just think the number's right. I would need seven to feel good about Penn State. I don't like the five and a half a whole lot. I played Michigan it's on the money line. It's now down to four and a half. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people. Like, everybody likes, I mean, all the money's going to pour in right now on Penn State. I wonder what happens if we get, like, cheaper money line prices with Michigan. I'm just thinking about matchup. How does Penn State win this game? Because Michigan's defense is the best in the country. They're only giving up five points per game, but they haven't played anybody. So this is going to be the best offense they've seen, even though they haven't, you know, it's like lived a 10 up to, 14 game. That's how they haven't lived up to expectations. But the offensive line for Penn State hasn't been really good. They're going to have to try to protect Drew Aller in this game. He can't push the ball down the field. And Penn State's not explosive with the run game. So, like you said, it would have to be a 13 10 game where Penn State just controls the clock and it's like. Allen, four-yard carries. Singleton, four-yard carries. And then you have to force turnovers. You have to get after J.J. McCarthy. So you have to shut down the run game, which Penn State is fully capable of doing. They're a top-ten run defense. And then you have to get after the quarterback, and you have to force J.J. McCarthy to turn the ball over. Maybe you get, like, some special team stuff, some block punts. That's what I was thinking, too. But that's a lot to ask for in this game. So if Michigan wins this one, I think they beat up on Ohio State. They're getting in for sure. For sure. But I think Georgia could get beat, especially if they see Alabama in the uh, SEC championship game and they don't have Brock Bowers. So that might be the team that gets knocked out because one of these teams is getting picked off. I just don't know who it is because Michigan right now, I know they haven't played anybody, but they just look so good. You worry a little bit about this NCAA stuff, though. Is that going to be a distraction? That's the first thing I was thinking of was just But hasn't this been going on for weeks now? And do you think, like, those kids really care? 
Not like the really. coaching staff, maybe it's a distraction for them because it's like extra time to prepare is not there anymore because they're having to talk to authorities that are on campus like every yeah. other right. week in the FBI. But J.J. McCarthy's probably still going into prep for this game the same way that he Well, he's sitting there thinking of, doesn't matter, you know? I'm leaving for the NFL after this year anyway, so there's going to be that. But I think it would be... I think it would be wrong to think that there's n- it's not on anybody's mind, whether it's coaching staff or players, even if it's just a slight... You know, the seed's been planted, but there's yeah. really nothing there. Yeah. But I think that's at least... That wouldn't be enough for you to say, like, all right, fade Michigan against Penn State because, you know, they're distracted by... The, 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 the allegations keep continuing, and there's more and more conversation about this. No, but... I think there's maybe a little something in there, just not enough of, to affect the game. Like you said, it's been going on for weeks anyway, and they've been fine. What yeah. sucks is this is the year that we don't have the expanded playoff. And I was thinking about yeah. this, like college hoops last night, for example. Michigan State loses to JMU. If that happens in college football, season over, even though they're the number four team in the country. You know what I mean? But in college, because in college basketball, you have more months to go. You have plenty of games, over 30 games to play. So you don't overreact to just one bad loss. In college football, I just worry about... The expanded playoff maybe taken away from some of these regular season games. Like I like that Michigan Penn State feels huge, and Michigan Ohio State feels huge because these are almost like single elimination games for with sure. all the parity in the country. With the expanded playoff, you take away from that a little bit, but also this year would have been awesome because you can make the case for all these teams. All six, I want to yeah. see Michigan get in because I think they're the most complete football team, and I want to see what they do on a neutral against a team like you know, Alabama or Oregon, because I think Oregon is really good. I don't think they're just your typical Pac-12 team. They're kind of like the new Utah, you know, like the way that yes. Kyle Whittingham has those teams. They're really tough in the trenches. Yeah, they're flashy, and they could get the chunk plays and hit you with the explosive stuff, but they could also get stops on the defensive side of the ball, unless they're playing Washington, of course. I feel, like, I feel like if there's a team I don't want to see here really quick, and I know they're undefeated, it would be Florida State. Like, what are their quality wins? Yeah, you beat LSU, but you were down three in that game, and they haven't really played a complete game, and the ACC is down a little bit. I know they're undefeated right now, and you could only play the schedule in front of you, but, like, they're – them in Ohio State they really lost have, to Clemson. Them in Ohio State I you, do not want to see in the playoffs. I remember you did say to me this weekend, though, Clemson is the best four-loss four team in the country. And then they beat the hell so, out of Notre Dame. So – Maybe that Clemson loss has a little bit more value to it, even if the LSU win, or sorry, Sheesh. Clemson win has a little more value to it. Even and they though they should have lost that game. They should have. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Clemson yeah. had the ball in the red zone. They were about to go up two scores, and there was that strip sack where, yep. um, yeah, Cade lost the ball. Florida and State then they takes missed it that in, field goal. And then it goes into overtime. Yeah, and then they couldn't make a field goal. They had two field goal kickers. They're they're, they're on the game broadcast. They're like, this kid could hit a field goal from 75 yards. Can he hit one from 30? But yet they bring out the other kid to kick the 30-yarder yeah. field goal. I'm like, how does this kid hit a 70-yarder, but he can't hit a 30-yarder? Well, what was your question? Sorry yeah, I, I am a little bit curious about, when you talk about Oregon, them being, and I know USC had a really bad loss last week, and Caleb was crying, but, and I know Oregon's good, but 15 and a half points at home to USC feels like a lot. I think what that's telling you is Caleb playing in this game, like that that reaction was weird. It wasn't weird to me because he left it all on the field. I don't care that he cried. I really don't. It was weird because You think he's injured? It was weird because they lost another game and now there's really nothing to play for. And if he just hangs it up right now, he's the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't get hurt. You don't you know He's not gonna do that though. I don't I, I, he played hurt in the bowl game last year. If Caleb Williams is playing, what's this number? Uh, I, st- I still think it's 15 and a half because that defense is so bad. And I think this number is just telling you Dead how good Oregon Dead cat bounce is. with Alex Grinch being fired? I couldn't do it. I could only play Oregon You could only play Oregon. Yeah. Would you take the under or the over? Like, I played USC last week. They lost the double digits to that Washington team. Um, Over. 
over. I can't play any unders with this USC defense. I don't think Alex Grinch, I don't think he's good, but I don't think he was the issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't it's think still the personnel they've and, got out there and, on the field. And, like, Alex Grinch, you're just promoting from within, too. Yep. So, like, I don't think the DB's coach or the linebacker's coach, who's been under Alex Grinch for the last two years, is just going to step in and be like, guys, I've had all the answers. I was holding out. Uh, we're gonna you know what, this though? Up. I know you, you kind of mock that, but that does happen sometimes where somebody's working underneath a boss and they're like, they're getting this all wrong. And I, he, they won't listen. They won't listen. Like, I'm trying to tell you this is not the way to approach it. So you never know. It's just so weird, like, the talent that they have on offense every year. And they didn't even really replace the talent that they lost. Like, Jordan Addison was a huge loss. Yeah. But it's crazy that USC, through the transfer portal, with all the hype around Lincoln Riley, couldn't recruit better defensive talent. Like is Colorado's it they could or is it they didn't? They, I mean, I just feel like they didn't. They, they didn't. Yeah. Guys didn't want to go play for Alex Grinch. I don't know. I didn't really like any of the guys that they got in the portal. I actually thought Colorado did a better job. Not like their backups and their replacements weren't really good. Yeah. But, I mean, imagine, like, Travis Hunter in the secondary. I think he's a little bit overrated as a corner. I think he's a better wide receiver. But what, what would he do for, like, a USC? Yeah, I just... I don't know. It was a down year, obviously, for them, and that's why they're playing for absolutely nothing. They're not going to be in the uh, Pac-12 championship game. I have no idea why they were the favorites to win that conference. I really liked Oregon coming into the year. I really liked Washington coming into the year. Yep. And then there were the sleeper teams like Oregon State, you know, um, UCLA. I liked probably a little bit too much because they just don't have a quarterback, but they have a pretty solid defense. I think Oregon's the best team, and if we get them into the Pac-12 championship game. I don't think you could keep them out, and I think that they're good enough to compete with all these teams. Question for you regarding this Missouri game. So did that Georgia-Missouri game tell you anything? Did that give you a, even a little bit of pause that it was pretty much close the entire game? Missouri gave them a scare, and now Georgia ends up going up against Ole Miss as a 10.5-point favorite, getting I, past the key number. Yeah, I don't love the number, but I do think Georgia wins against Ole Miss. Ole Miss has kind of figured out their run game. I just I don't love Jackson Dart. He's putting up really good numbers, but when they step up in class, I don't know that I trust yeah. them against that defense. On the other hand, um, I just think Missouri, the last two years, they should have beat Georgia last year. It took yeah. Stetson Bennett in the fourth quarter going yes. like full Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and leading them back in that game. I just think they are a bad matchup for Georgia, and they're a little bit better than we projected. They have a pretty solid defense, a decent offense. But all that to say, uh, I love Tennessee in that Missouri game. One-point favorites on the road. Tennessee's one of my biggest bets. I'll actually throw that one out there right now. I played some money line. Um, What'd you get one. at? It's minus, one ten, minus 110 money line. Yeah, now. minus 110. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty much a pick right now. Yeah. I just think that's a hard game for Missouri to get up for. They threw everything at Georgia in that game. Now you ask them to get back up for another game against Tennessee. And I think Tennessee's going to be able to run the ball against that run defense a little bit. They're averaging over 250 yards on the ground. They have two really good backs. I'm not the biggest fan of the quarterback situation, Joe Milton, but he's gotten a little bit better the last couple of weeks. And Tennessee has a really good defense, and they're able to get after the quarterback, and that's what Missouri's really doing right now You know, with the quarterback. They're moving him out of the pocket a little bit, using his legs. I don't think Tennessee's going to give that stuff up. So they're one of my favorite bets this weekend. I still think Georgia's a really, really good football team. They need to get Brock Bowers back. I know he's only a tight end, but I think he's the most important player on the offense, not named Marvin Harrison in the country non-quarterback I mean not that he's better because Stetson Bennett wasn't just this game manager that people called him I think he was a really damn good quarterback yeah, he, he was. won yeah. two national championships he brought him back in a game like against Missouri but um Carson Beck isn't a huge drop off he's averaging 300 passing yards he's been really damn good and they got some running backs back healthy McConkey came back two weeks ago healthy 
The defense is really good. They're just not flashy because they don't rack up the sack numbers. You know, like Oregon racks up the sack numbers. Florida State racks up the sack numbers. Georgia doesn't really do that. They haven't done that the last couple of years. But they, you can't run the ball against them. You really can't hit explosives against them. They just, they're like a boring best right. team in the country every single year. It comes down to coaching. They're really well prepared. And they get up for big games because when they're not favored by 10 points or when they're, when, the, when they're the number two team in the country and not number one, Kirby does a really good job being like, guys, we're disrespected. Remember like two years ago, they won the national title. Mm-hmm. And they're like, People were saying we're a seven-win team. Nobody yep. said that. I think some people said maybe like they should be the number three team or four team, but they see that as disrespect. Well, teams will do that all the time, right? Players will do it. Coaches will do it. Where you come up with your own bulletin board material, whether it's even true or not. It's like the Nick Saban coaching tree. They got that yeah. thing figured out. Hey, and, uh, you know what? That's Kirby. a much better coaching tree than the Bill Belichick coaching tree. And Kirby's the master. The master might be, uh, the student might end up being better than the teacher when it's all said and the done. Kirby's a good coach. Has become he might be better than Saban when it's all said and done. What as if, crazy as that sounds. What if one day Kirby Smart goes to Alabama? I could see that happening or, or Dabo. But he would have to come, you know, have a come to Jesus moment where About it's that, like, hey, uh, we're gonna have to use the portal here. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Here's the thing, man. These these coaches that don't want to evolve with the way the sport is, you're gonna fall behind. You gotta figure it out. You gotta have one and dones in college basketball, and you gotta use the transfer portal. Without question, especially in college football. It's bet MGM tonight. The winning trifecta is Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashu. All three will be right back on Bet MGM tonight. Presented by Bet MGM, live from BetQL. You're checking. So I had yet another one of those last night, and the NBA starts next week. So, I mean, we are big time here now, Ken, in this season. In like middle of the night, check my phone to see if I won my bet season, and I absolutely love it. Jenks, if you could have one brand uh, sponsor you, what do you think that brand would be? What brand would sponsor me? I don't know. Some sort of bourbon or something, probably. That's that's what I'd go with. I don't know. I'd have to think about my favorite bourbon. You know, just throw it out like, oh, that's a good one too, Matt. I would either be sponsored by McDonald's because I love the McRib and I'm passionate about the McRib. Or maybe like Woodford or some sort of just solid bourbon. I don't know. I feel like that's right in my wheelhouse. A fast food sandwich from McDonald's or some booze. (laughs) I think that's perfectly in line. What about you? I'm not sure I was thinking about this. Because so much of like marketing and brand management is about awareness. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I have it. Like, I feel like I am so different in so many regards. Like, maybe like a healthy smoothie place. I don't know. Uh, I do. I wear a lot of Lululemon, but like, I don't think I'm like cool enough to maybe represent them. But the reason I bring this up is because mm-hmm. it feels like we have the perfect partnership in the NFL between Kirk Cousins and Coles. Has there ever been a better brand deal with somebody who is extremely self-aware that he dresses like a dad? Have you seen some of these fits sponsored by Kohl's? Like they look right up his alley. And I tip my hat to him. (laughs) 
I actually have not seen these. This does not shock me at all. It's actually perfect. Perfect guy. Right. I will give Kirk Cousins credit enough, you know, and you, you mentioned it, which is at least he's self-aware enough to know. You know, that's the worst when people just have no self-awareness at all and they'll dress a certain way or they'll act a certain way and they just don't see why what they're doing or what they're wearing is ridiculous. But I think this is chef's kiss. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app. talking to a couple folks about this and I think Drake may even with the loss Drake may look better in that loss than Caleb looked in his his loss and I, the big thing for me when I'm watching these games and and and, and I'm looking for advancement right I'm looking for development um and I just I, I don't see him getting better I see him doing a lot of the same things and now that teams have a beat on it they're making him make mistakes and now that he's making mistakes there's frustration and you can see it on the sidelines and that's the whole deal so when i look at him i think may has an opportunity to push but i also think Penix, a guy who i said should be the front runner for the heisman Penix has an opportunity to push as well and so with caleb williams we also have to go to the nfl right and so you got to look at what lincoln riley's done and he's had kyler murray I don't, i'm not giving him jalen hurts I am gonna I'm gonna leave Jalen Hurts at Alabama. I am. I'm gonna leave him at Alabama simply because there's no other Oklahoma quarterbacks that are squatting 700 pounds. That's Bama built. So I'm gonna go with that. Mm -hmm. Um, but Baker Mayfield also as a top pick, and both of those guys, one's been around the league. He's already been around the block in Baker. And then the other one, his own team does not want him to play in Kyler Murray. So I think kind of the shines come off the apple with Lincoln Riley and you watch him, how frustrated he's been getting over the course of these games and not being able to get stuff done. I just don't, when I watch Caleb Williams play. It's time for more Bet MGM Tonight with Ryan, Trista, and Nick on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. Oh, now we got ourselves a little soccer on there. It's not live, though, is it? Uh, no, I think Definitely this is tape. This is the American Soccer Championship. Uh, it also says it's in Florida and there's sunlight, so I can promise you. Uh, yeah, there's, the three-seated SMUers are taking on Memphis. Our Tigers, our Lady Tigers. There you go. Morgan Uber is reporting right now. Right now. Uh, two and zero oh night in the MAC. I, I saw you celebrating. Very happy for you. Ten and one day in women's college hoops. Thanks, <laughs> Uncle Goose. And uh, you're going to be sharing some of those. Now tomorrow, we're only down right? about two units from last night in Monday Night Football. Even though we had the under in the game, just because of some stupid running back props that we accidentally played three times both and uh now wait, we wait, move on wait, wait what i forgot that i had bet it in the morning oh, and then when no. i got there i was like oh i forgot to get these in and i was like oh no you're literally losing your mind you should probably sleep a little bit more yeah. and go to bed before 
1 a.m. And uh, yeah, so I had I like looked at the bet slip and I was like, oh no, no. You know how they uh, on bet. you better you bet it's like bets of our we've already made. It's yeah. like bets Ryan made at 3 a.m. <laughs> forgot yeah. about yeah. Yeah, yeah, forgot about. He's like, oh, I actually have something tonight on Ball State. Yeah, I was uh, I wrote some notes down yeah. when I was stuck in traffic and then I fell asleep, woke back up at 3 a.m. and I placed this bet. That's the problem. I'm in the car a lot. So like you know like I like sometimes I just like think of thoughts and I just like have a note section and I you just need a driver. Oh, I know. Wouldn't I know. that be great to have a driver? We'd yes. be able to get a lot of work done. The, uh, the like Phil- the Lincoln lawyer, the Philip Rivers special where he just commuted two hours every day with a driver. Yeah. Oh man. Get a lot of work done. Oh yeah. That's when you're great. not when your hands not on the wheel. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. I think I need a driver. I've I've, I've actually uh, talked about this with my wife. They're expensive though. Get Nathan up to speed. Yeah. Six more years. It might uh, might cost scary. the same amount as our parking though, so there's that. More than that, Ugh. yeah, it probably would be. Yeah, it's just wishful thinking. I'm fighting that. To you got to find somebody like the Lincoln lawyer did, who is basically uh, just getting off of jail, and then you pay them like eight dollars, nine dollars an hour because they're probably racking up the f on their for felony and they can't get a job anywhere else, and you just. Let him drive your Jeep. I might start that. So I like the movie with Matthew McConaughey. Ryan Phillippe was in that movie. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen the movie, though, or have you just yeah, seen it? Yeah, I've seen the movie. Is yeah. it comparable? It's better. Is it like kind of like the same better? story? No, I think the show is better. I think better. the show is really? better, too. Yeah. I think the show yeah. Even without better. McConaughey? Oh, yeah. it's the guy yeah. that plays the all Lincoln right, lawyer in this. Right, is, right. He's so good. He's amazing, yeah. It, it's just, he's a great actor. It's just, oh, it's such a good show. I was ecstatic when season two came out. I was same, just like, same. I ran through wait. that baby so I know, fast. Right? That was one of the shows that, like, I'm going through this. Plus, it came out before football season started. Ooh. So it was like, let's get this done now. Because it is, that's the thing, man. You, you like, fall behind on shows. Like, I got, like, two seasons of Jack Ryan I still got to get through. Yep. Did catch up on uh, The Morning Show. Still great. So good. Nice cliffhanger on the last one, too. I know. By the way, it comes out tonight at midnight. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's out tonight, so I'm going to have to... I don't know when I'm able to watch it, because yeah. I can't watch that without my wife, so... And she, of course, yeah, she, my wife... Uh, she, she did just, sneak a couple... My wife she snuck a couple it episodes. Me now. Yeah, my wife snuck a couple episodes She's the like, other you were never going to get to it during football season. Yeah. I tried, and I'm like, you're yeah, right, I got that you're too. right. Just do it without me. Yeah, I got that on... Do you, guys watch up, do you guys watch that show, Upload? No, what's that about? Very funny. It's on Amazon. No, Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. It's like the future where people can upload their consciousness oh. to like a like a a resort, and it's like digital heaven. But it's it's funny. It's a, it's a comedy. It's like the people. Who's that in do, it? Um, I'd be honest. I don't know any of the actors, but it's really funny. That's all I can tell you. Um, it's Greg Daniels did it. He did The Office and did some like it's it's a it's funny. Oh wow. Okay. So nobody yet. Yeah, nobody yeah. I know. Nobody you'd recognize, but it's really really but good. It always yeah. pops up on my recommendations. It's it's totally worth watching. And now we're through a couple of seasons, so you can... I, I mean, you're going to want to probably wait till you don't have anything to watch game-wise, but it's worth just kind of rolling through. A lot of fun. I'm quick, a binger. Quick, quick episodes. Oh, yeah, mm. it's great. It's And there's just all these little subtle things, too, where they're... You know, it's the future. It's prime so video? They'll make jokes. Yeah, and they'll make jokes about, like, you know, business is merging, so it'll be like, you know, we just we just get, just got back from the, uh, from the Whole Foods Sephora store. Like, you know, or like whatever. Yeah. It's just like little, little tiny things in there. It's good. It's definitely a show worth watching. So that'd be a great bit on this show. Like once football season's over, shows that we should all binge. Yep. And we'll just have recommendations for everybody because everybody's got stuff. Oh yeah. But it's just, it's hard this time of year now. Tonight would have been a good night for that though. I'm gonna be honest with you. It would have been perfect to put on TV four. Yep. Right there in the well, corner. Well, actually, that was Ball State. I'm sorry. Right, it would have been good for TV one. Actually, no. We had pickleball, so Trista, True. we couldn't. Uh, True. We couldn't great get away. point. Great point. Watching Dirk Nowitzki play pickleball. You guys ever played pickleball? I never. Yeah, have. I tried it. I didn't like it. 
It doesn't. It just looks I mean, like I didn't big hate ping it. pong. It's just. Yeah, I I have some tennis rackets. Haven't even gotten to do that yet. I went on a long walk today. Got my eight thousand steps in. There I have you moved. Go. I have moved past Ryan. I asked Ryan to see if his wife will hook me up with a discount on Apple, but I've decided I move forward. I have to. <laughs> Got I your can't own watch be, now. I did it. Yep. I put it on the whatever whatever titanium this that or the third. You put it. You end up getting the um, steel or whatever the non aluminum. They they tax you mm-hmm. seven hundred something dollars. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Watches anyway. aren't cheap, man. I forgot mine today. I didn't wear it at all today. So ten thousand steps I I put in. So that's the that's the one that's the one successful story of the day. <laughs> <laughs> the time change takes about a week to on this schedule to be oh, just man. be like. Even though it's it. like not, it's only an hour. It's I'm like, waking up earlier. Yeah. Why is it though? Oh, I'm definitely waking up earlier. Yeah, it's driving me insane. Yeah. Actually, I need to. I need a little more time. I'm going to be honest with you. Same. But I am falling. I'm falling asleep a little earlier too. I'm a little, a uh, little taxed closer to 9:47 than 10:47. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. we should just change our show from uh, six to ten, and keep it the same. Yeah, that would be. That'd be we'll move way. everybody back. Rome, Anybody Rome, listening? you got to move. From 11, 11 to whatever, three now. There you go. Sorry, clone. Sorry, clones. Ryan's in his flannel season. Two days in a row, row now, is. Ryan's been You know, I'm kind of with you. I'm, season. It's not cold enough for me yet because it was kind of warm today, but once we get real cold, flannels are, I'm in on they flannels, go. man. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. time for some flannel. I remember one of the things that me and my ex-boyfriend really got into it about was that he had like 27 flannel button-ups in the closet. Well, that's a lot. And I was like... Mm, I know we live in Portland, but like this is not. And one time <laughs> he went upstairs to change before I don't know why, but he was changing because I didn't like probably his shirt or something. And then we had some other people. We he some... walks down and Trista's like, ah, try again. Uh-uh. We had some other people down in the living room, and I go, I bet he puts on some flannel. And he did put on a flannel, and the other ones were like, oh, ha ha ha. When he came <laughs> down, he was so embarrassed, so mad, it caused such a scene. He didn't get me. He didn't get that I just want the jokes. I'm just here for the jokes. <laughs> and but, not, yeah. apparently not all the flannel either. Yeah, I didn't want the flannel. I feel like in Portland you have to wear flannel year-round, though. Isn't that like a rule up there? No. No? Oh. No. I, I mean, kind of I eventually introduced him to All Saints and Rag and Bone. And by the time I was done with him, he was a well-dressed man. There you go. But then he went off and got married and had other kids. <laughs> I'm like a loner girlfriend, you know? I, like, get you ready for your real life. <laughs> there you go. You got him prepared. <laughs> yeah. Get your, get your style up I'm a little like bit, training you know? wheels, yeah. you know? You know, you're the... You're Everybody the, else after me is easy. It's the training... Yeah, it's training camp. Yeah, you know, exactly. the two, Back when you could do two-a-days, though, mm-hmm. in football. Exactly. You're the two-a-days. No water. I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, like, no. I'm like uh, Brian Kelly. You don't get water. Isn't that crazy to think back in the day? We just it was just hose. like, yeah, or it was just like, yeah, don't. No Gatorade, no yeah. oxygen. 48 guys waiting around for the hose. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna drink all that? I remember doing two, two days day, in oh. high school, too, yeah. Dude, now you can't break. even, now practices, there's always Probably in rules. pretty good shape. Two days two were two never days. needed. Yeah. I used to I used to say this to my grandfather every year, even like when I was a kid and I liked going because I was the ball boy, I'd be like, these are just not needed, though. Like, you would practice for three hours, go eat lunch, and like you would go, you would have to go to like Burger King or like Wendy's. Yeah. Because nobody like brought their lunch, you right? Want, and, and it's like hot out. It's like 102 degrees. You don't want to eat just like a cold sandwich. Oh. Actually, that's the best time to have a cold sandwich. Though I mean, that yeah, probably exactly. would have been the way to go, but like everybody went to Burger King, and yeah. then you get back on the practice Sounds like field, vomit, and you're just vomit yeah, oh, well, yeah. yeah, people be like passing out, and they you just. I, I always had that issue like when I had a real job, like when I worked at like Dick's Sporting Goods, and you'd go on your lunch break. And you'd eat like a big meal, and then you'd get back and you'd be like, oh, I really don't want to do this right yep. now. I'm ready for bed. I need yep. the sweatpants. Yep. Yeah. That's why I don't eat during the show. I hate it. 
But like right now, I'm starving. I want to yeah. eat this pen. Um, I have some Try grilled it. See chicken what it at home. Like. I got some mm-hmm. some brown rice. We're mm-hmm. back on the diet. We're really strict. Down to a. Uh, 152 pounds, solid muscle right now. There you Are go. You solid muscle? Oh, yeah. Have you gotten a <laughs> body fat test done yet? No, I haven't. Well, uh, a couple weeks, or a couple weeks, a couple months ago I did. And uh, I don't remember. It was it was like 1% body fat, just all muscle. No, you're you definitely know, not you know. 1%. Can't be 1%, you'll die. I think your you'll organs die. fail Zero. at yeah. like 4%. I think, I think like it's like two. Point, it's actually like two? two or three. For yeah. women, it's more. I actually have a all, ninth ab. Yeah. Our menstrual like cycle women. goes away, I think, at like 6% Damn, or something. that's not good. Yeah, so I think you got to stay above that. Hey, so now that uh, you had a 2-0 and night in college football, you getting that Viking costume? Well, we got Auburn still. No, to go. no, no. We can't no. do this. You are you Actually, are great at excuses. He really here's, is. Here's it's how. Crazy. Like, no, I'll wear it. I just don't know that I want to necessarily buy it. It's like fifty bucks for that. All right, thing. then rent it. I mean, you agreed to this. This was buy your agreement. Buy a bullet and rent a gun. If anybody, uh, why don't you go to like one of those uh, costume stores? Actually, now's the time right. to do it because they're going to be getting rid of stuff for the first time ever in Horvat history. Here's how the weekend is successful. Okay. Okay. Kentucky plus ten and a half against Alabama. Michigan money line minus two hundred. Penn State covers though plus four and a half. Arizona. Beats... I thought you didn't like Penn State. I played it though just because I was like, oh, this number's only going down. And it um, did, yeah. Yeah. Arizona minus ten and a half against Colorado. Arizona's in the top twenty-five. They're number twenty-two. They're fun. Colorado. I know that they covered last week. It's not happening this week, even though they're at home against Arizona. I like Washington at home against Utah. I like Utah when they're at home. I don't trust Utah this year on the road. And yeah. Like, or against Oregon. They have a pig farmer as their starting quarterback. They, uh, that's they're actually very true. Proud of. Very uh, proud of. Love Tennessee against Missouri. Love, 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 love Rutgers over Iowa. Rutgers is going to beat Iowa, kids. Rutgers is beating Iowa. 29 and a half is the total. Yeah. I'm, I wouldn't go over. No, absolutely not. God. Uh, Iowa State oh. minus six and a half against BYU. And under 48 and a half in Air Force, Hawaii. We go over to the National Football League really quick. Here's how it's a good weekend, kids. The Carolina Panthers beat the Bears outright. And they cover the three and a half on Thursday night. Jacksonville covers the three against San Francisco. We scroll down. Houston covers the seven. Ooh, now six and a half against Cincinnati. They might beat them outright. And last but not least, the Detroit Lions, two and a half point favorites over the Chargers on the road. Lions win that game, and they win it by three points. And that's how we have a good weekend. We hit every single one of those, and then we'll buy three Viking costumes. See, I'll get one for you guys. Look at look at how he just took all of our attention. <laughs> what I did was I just gave everybody no, no. my picks. I'm not going to be here on Friday. Oh, yeah, I just gave I everybody free yeah, money. Yeah. Of course, man of the people, not in any way trying to distract Wait, I hope you guys rip those down. We're, I, I'm not losing a game. I, I looked at the board, guys. I can't count a single loss. This is going to be an undefeated weekend. It's like Bill Goldberg in '96. And if you don't go, Kevin Nash. If you don't go undefeated, what costume oh, are you going to wear next? Bird. He won't the ever do costume. what he says. I'll, the homeless. I'll be. I in, want I'll you to dress up as a flaming hot. Chino. I'll have my Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt on <laughs> and a pair of shorts. It'll be all I'll be able to afford. I'll have to sell all my clothes to Plato's Closet just to pay. I for really it. think we should implement the "if you don't wear the costume, we're shaving your head." I'm bringing. I budget. actually consider shaving my head anyway. Or yesterday. See, we're not, you're, not, hair you're not getting out of this. You he, can't get out of this. He's such a little weasel. I mean, he's really weaseling out of it this. Is I'm going to so be honest. It, it's impressive, though. Very impressive. We're back tomorrow. Ryan will try to weasel out of the bet still. It's BetMGM tonight.